This episode comes from teaching from the Set Free Sisterhood group after we had some Q&A time. It is awesome. It is packed full of really juicy stuff. We talk about Paul's post-acute withdrawal syndrome. We talk about cycle syncing and how there are seasons in our 30-day cycle that there are times where we can drink more or drink less based on the estrogen, progesterone, like all this crazy goodness. And we really dive deep. So I hope you enjoy. And just as a reminder, you are welcome anytime to come into the group. Just go to Facebook, look up Set Free Sisterhood, and click join. And there's just a few little questions. If you'll just fill those out, I would love to have you join our group. And you can jump right into this training and then continue to get free encouragement each month. Also, don't forget that this is the end of 2020. We're in October already. I have three spots available for one-on-one deep dive coaching. Just message me. See if it's a a great fit. And we can get on the phone for about 30 minutes. Totally free. Discover what it is that's keeping you stuck. Because it is time for you to be set free, sister. Hey, sister. Do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk, or buckle up for your commute. Girl, get ready for straight talk and the truth, because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. All right, so we're talking about the things that you came and said, hey, this is happening, or I'm curious about it. So that's why the Q&A is so important. Um, And this is the first time that I have run this 31-day challenge. So it is so crucial that you guys give me feedback, and I'm loving it. Hey, Heidi, thanks for joining in. Hey, Jennifer. Um, I love the feedback that you're giving me, so this really helps me to bring the information to you. So just keep it coming because each week I already have it mapped out or what we're going to talk about. Yes, we went over kind of the beginning stuff and like setting boundaries and all that. I may switch that next time. I may think, well, maybe that needs to go later and I need to talk a little sooner in the month about health. So just know that I am, you know, I've got the material and it's coming and I know that I didn't want to overwhelm you and give you too much. But when this stuff comes up for y'all, Bring it, because this is great, because this allows me to kind of kind of go there. So first, let's talk about pause. What is that? P-A-W-S. It's post-acute withdrawal, okay? And once again, you'll see me glancing back and forth at my notes. And I remember this phase because, the, of course, when I gave up alcohol, I had never heard of things like that. So I did my own kind of study. And basically what's happening is, so we go through... 
just a reminder, we all are on a huge spectrum, right? We're not on the same in the same space. So these things are going to happen differently. They're going to be a different intensity and they're going to happen at uh, on a different timeline. Okay. But ideally alcohol itself is out of your system anywhere from like five to seven days. Believe it or not. It's pretty crazy. That's how quickly our body processes it to get it out. Because honestly, I was even doing a little research too, because I really love the clearer I've become, the more I'm, lear I'm really enjoying the science and what goes on in our body of how what, you know, what organs are processing it, okay? But that's, that's the alcohol, right? Then what happens, depending on how long we've been drinking, which we're going to talk about that in a second too, like the brain chemistry, but depending on how long we've been drinking, this is this, this pause that happens next. And basically, it is a different type of withdrawal. And like I said, it depends on how frequently, you know, you drank, the intensity of your drinking, like how much you drank. Like I said earlier, most women in this group are not someone that were having like the shakes and tremors and high anxiety and stuff like that. It was just like more of the discomfort. So... It can vary in intensity and it can actually go from, it can be up to like two weeks to a couple of months. Now, I will say that, of course, the couple of months is for someone that may have been drinking heavier for a longer period of time. Why is that? Because the reason this is happening is that your brain is trying its darndest to re- recirculate and reconnect okay because what we've done is we have when we've drank that we've um, really lowered our natural dopamine production and we have uh, we've affected our brain chemistry simple as that try to keep it on the like most basic level so then when we remove it our brains in here like going whoa 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 I've had this substance in here that was doing the job for me and now you're asking me to like create this dopamine you're asking me to do the work i'm just like and so there it creates this chemical reaction in our brain that can cause symptoms so like i said it can fluctuate hey bridget and it can affect things like concentration attention span memory sleep appetite mood most commonly though is the anxiety anger and depression why because those three things are directly linked to the dopamine production and all the neurotransmitters in our brain. What do you think those drugs are that we have as an option? And I will just tell you, there were seasons in my life where I took an antidepressant because I was just at a super high level of stress. And at the time, I did drink too, which is kind of interesting now that I go back and think about it. I was like, hmm, because once I got, for me personally, once I got through this season of removing alcohol and layered in all the other healthy things, like I haven't been on any medication for, I mean, at least a year. So that's great. So my brain chemistry has gotten back on track, okay? So that's what pause is, okay? And here's the deal. <clears throat> this is one of the things I read when I was researching as challenging as it is, it's necessary in our in our recovery. Okay? It just is part of the brain and the body healing. It just is. Whether, like I said, you know, when I think of a spectrum, I think of, you know, over here to all the way over here. I don't know where you are. But 
if we have been consistently putting a substance in our body, whether it's a little bit or a lot, we're going to experience some of it, okay? So it's for me, isn't that great that we know it's coming? And isn't that great that we know that this is just part of the process, okay? <clears throat> so while we're talking about that, let's talk a little bit about um, the fact that when we feel these things, we naturally want to fight it. I saw several comments about, you know, whether I was like, I was having a bad day or um, I'm really struggling with the desire to drink or struggling with the thoughts of the desire to drink. Like, and it's this discomfort and it's the thoughts that we have around it that that's who we're talking about, the ditch wine witch, right? That's who's doing all this. So what if, just roll with me for a second. What if we just accepted how we're feeling in that moment and not try to change it? So what I'm saying is, what if, because we're not taught this, think about how we're taught from childhood in our home to schools, you know, we're, we're, we're taught behavior modification and we're taught, oh, don't cry you know, it's okay, it's okay, and we try not, you know, and we're, you know, we're taught to, like, just do, do the thing, if there's discomfort, ow, oh, let me, you know, let me grab you if you're in pain, or, you know, please don't cry, and all these things, like, we're always, like, trying to, like, dodge a bullet, right, what if we just sit in it, because what I know to be true is emotions that are buried alive, they'll never die, which is a huge part of my transformation and my recovery and a huge part of why I chose to do coaching. Because we as women are carrying this crap around that we've just pushed and we've pushed and we've pushed and we haven't actually like let it flow. Like if you think about like we're full of energy. Our bodies are, you just think about your heart's beating, your brain's got all this action, there's blood flowing through your veins, there's movement. Like we are just this ball of like energy. So why do we think that when something comes up for us, whether it's pleasure or pain, if it's, you know, joy or sadness, comfort or discomfort, why do we think we can just stuff it and it just go away? That makes no sense at all. But that's how we have just been raised, right? So what I want to challenge you to do is when you're feeling that discomfort of like, oh, I really want to drink right now. This is so hard for me, but I want to do this. You know, I said I was going to do 31 days and I know it's the best thing for me. And I want to show up as a good friend and a good parent. And I want to, you know, be successful in this. And I know that I'll feel better tomorrow when I don't. And you're having all this dialogue in there. Just let it rush over you and ride it out. Because I promise you, it's going to go a lot smoother and a lot faster if you let it go through you. I thought about it this way in a metaphor. I was like, I was at work today and I was thinking about the question. I think it was Bridget that said it, was talking about um, just the, the the dynamics of both, maybe. If it wasn't you, tell me. It's okay. Um, but I was thinking about what, when, and when we think about creating resistance with something, you know how when you play with a dog, you let's just say a dog just ran in your closet and grabbed your shoe, okay? This is the visual God gave me. And you literally, like, 
you're like, no, something's wrong. You have my favorite shoe. I just bought those shoes. And it's just gnawing down on it. And you go to grab the shoe. And you're fighting with a dog. And you're jerking back and forth. And, you know, there's slot and gra- snot. <laughs> slot. That's slobber and snot. And growling. And they're pulling on your shoe. And you're like, no, no, no. And you're fighting there. And there's this tensity and this energy. And there's this battle. And... It just creates this like extreme discomfort and it could go on and on if you kept grabbing that shoe. But what you could do is let go and just go, all right, the dog's got my shoe. I don't want her to have my shoe. That's my favorite thing. But if I'm calm and I let it pass, and then you look over and that daggum dog drops your shoe on the floor. She's like, hmm, this is no fun anymore. She's not wrestling with me. And she drops it and she goes and lays down. That's how I want you to see this battle and this little witch that's in your mind that has that fight with you. And the more you fight with her, the more resistance, the more sloppy it's going to get, the more sweaty you're going to get, the more uncomfortable it's going to get. When you could just be like, you know what? Not fighting. I'm just going to sit and ride it out. And typically, if you want to get technical on cravings and this kind of thing and how that feels, it's about 20 minutes. Do they always last 20 minutes? No, they don't. But sometimes they do, depending on what's going on. All right. Jade, are you ready? We're going to talk about hormones. All right. All I see is watching. We got any comments? Y'all have, um, let me know that you're still here. And obviously, too, if you're able to and you're not driving... (laughs) Let me know, like, how's this sink in? Like, when I'm talking, like, how's this stuff sinking in? Because the one thing I want you to know is that I'm, I'm willing to give it all away. I'm willing to share with you and teach you. And I also need you to, you know, let me know what you're getting or if there's something that you're not getting and you don't understand. I like both. All right? <clears throat> all right. So let's talk a little bit about, hey, Denise. Denise is here. Denise is here. All right. I'm here with a pen ready. Woohoo! Jade's got it going on. This is later for you, so you're probably all like tucked in your bed. You got some hot tea or something. Ready to talk about it. All right. So, I am going to talk about this on Health Week. Okay? There's a week that we're going to talk about health. And when I say health, I mean everything. Spiritual health. Hey, Bridget. Uh, Winky wink. Um, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, like health is all of our being. All yeah, it's ten o'clock. All of our being, right? I said we're full of energy. So when we talk about health, we're gonna layer all that. I've even got some like um there's specific um supplements that I have researched that that helps us through this process too. And I may give that to y'all um sooner than later too. So if there's something you want to do, like I do magnesium, we'll talk about that. But Also, since I am speaking to women, we all have cycles. And a woman's cycle is 28 to 30 days, right? Well, just in the most recent year, I have actually learned a little bit more about mapping out my cycle in phases. And this is what I want to talk to you about a little bit right now. I'm not going to go super deep in it. But what I use, and if you want to write this down, I use the app called my flow m-y-f-l-o why does this matter well it has been uh just light bulb earth shattering for me okay 
that I can track my cycle. Now, just so you know, I'm not on any sort of birth control or any, any anything like that. And even if you are taking something or even if you have an IUD or whatever, I have heard that this still works. You just have to find your mapping because we're all different. There again, this is why this is so cool. Because when I did the research, I realized that there are there are phases during our during our cycle. All right, it's uh, we have the our menstrual phase, then we have our follicular phase, and then we go to our um, ovulation, and then luteal. Okay, so when we hit like ovulation into luteal. Our, all of our hormones are like rocking and rolling. Actually, I'm ovulating right now, and I have had so much energy. Like, I have, when I'm tracking this, I also use it for, like, when I schedule coaching calls. Like, at the end of the month, when I have my menstrual cycle, I know my energy's at its lowest. All my hormones are at their lowest. And what happens is that that week, we go very deep and internal. So that part really matters when we're deeper thinkers and things like that. But okay, let me get back to it because this is so this is so good. It's a lot. Well, they did some research and they used rats, cocaine, lights, all these crazy things. And what they figured out was that during our highest estrogen cycle, the dopamine production actually is gets activated and we get more of a hit or a high when we drink or any other drug. Why does this matter? Hey, Jerry. Yes, I have never tracked this either, Erin, until like this literally the last six months. And it's so fascinating. It has changed everything with my scheduling and everything. All right, so listen to me, come in close. So there is actually a correlation with women and when they actually like relapse or struggle with the the cravings in their most high estrogen phase so what's awesome about this there's also the progesterone phase that inhibits the dopamine so typically you're not going to get much as much of a response so the cravings aren't as strong and Typically, as we head into the menstruation phase, after the end of luteal, which is like two weeks, then usually women have said that if they drink then, they have more of an, an anxiety feeling with alcohol in their system. So women tend to drink less during that time of the month. Okay, so why is this so huge? And this is something that I literally just put together last last night, okay? And I'm going to be working on something to really link this up together. But why this matters is the fact that if we know that we're heading into this estrogen phase and we know that it's going to start kicking off receptors that are going to enhance our cravings or enhance our reaction to, then we have a plan to create new behaviors and quote unquote or support or distractions during that time, right? Here's what I believe. I believe or here's what I have experienced. Let me say that. I have experienced that there are lots of programs out there that are very helpful. There are lots of information about what things are going to happen and pause and all these things after but i have never heard someone say 
we need to like look at your cycle. Let's sync it up and figure out maybe when you're going to be more vulnerable this month and have a plan. Because if we have a plan, then we can create new behaviors and strategies, right? Totally cool. I could tell you, let's just use two names. All right, we're going to say Jade and Aaron. Let's say Jade and Aaron are on two different cycles. Okay? You're on totally different in the spectrums. And they're both, you know, struggling in different ways and, you know, having, you know, like wanting to have a drink or whatever. Well, depending on the phase that Aaron's in, she may need to use a behavior to help her with that trigger that involves physical activity, high energy something. Um, she, you know, go try Zumba class or dance or like crank up your music or like something that's going to shift her depending on her phase. Where Jade may be lower and she may str be struggling in like a lower phase and that stuff, her body wouldn't have the energy to do that as something. So her behavior may be learn a new skill like go online and take like an online class, you know, learn, um, pick up a new hobby or read, read a, like a really like detailed book. Like maybe she's in her phase that month to where like her brain is like that really deep thinking. Now, a lot of this is going to come the longer we go without alcohol, because right now, if you are dealing with pause and you're dealing with this discomfort, our brain's all out of whack anyway. But what I want to suggest to you is as the months go on or as this time goes on, if you start now and you start tracking your cycle, if you haven't been and you don't really have not heard of this concept before, um, it it's amazing because it gives us the opportunity to know our body, to listen to our body, and it gives us the, a way to go, hey, I could try this and this is something different. Now, that's a lot. Like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I was even sort of like, this is the coolest thing ever. Because I did not have that when I was going through it. But I know, I feel in my heart of hearts, this is, this is huge. So now what I'm going to be doing over the next month or so is I'm going to be putting something, to, something together based on the cycle, the season of the cycle, and what's going on. But for now, what I suggest you guys do is get the app, <clears throat> MyFlow, I think it was like $3.99, and just start tracking. And it actually tells you, I'm using my phone, I keep looking for my phone and I'm using my phone because I'm using my computer for my notes. So well, the coolest thing is it already has in there, um, yeah, it is super cool, I'm, it's amazing. So it already has in there, like, it tells you really what hormones are going on in your body right then. And then it also tells you kind of what's going on in your brain. So like, for example, it'll say something like, let's say ovulation phase. It'll talk about like, that's when you're at your like heightened creativity, start new product projects, go live if you're running a business, um, ask for a raise at your job. Because there's just this thing, this like energy going through your body because of where your hormones are. Okay, so. That has a lot to do with it. So let me just say, the reason why all this matters is that we as women, we have challenges with hormones anyway. But what I have found, just like with all this stuff I'm teaching, the more you know, the more education you have, and the more you understand your brain and your body and what might be possible 
or what might happen or what symptoms you may feel, the more you know, the better prepared you are and the better place you are to take on the challenges. Because if I knew, you know, tomorrow I was going to get a phone call from my daughter's teacher saying that she skipped school. She would never do that, just by the way. Which we can never know the future, right? But if I knew, then I could go ahead and like prepare myself and go, okay, well, all right, this is going to happen. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, talk to her. I'm going to go ahead and find out, you know, where my daughter was. I'm going to be able to have a conversation. and I'm not going to let it like, like rock my world. And I'm not going to let it, you know, um, <clears throat> mess up my, my everything because I'm prepared. Probably a terrible example. But the point is, is if you know, you can plan for it, right? I mean, it's just like knowing when your period comes. It's important that you know so you can plan for it. I mean, especially if you're going on vacation. Um, yes, I have actually heard of Evening Primrose. Um, just a disclaimer here because I have a pretty, I have a, I have a good experience with supplements. There's some that I take regularly. The thing with supplements is you just need to be like aware of a couple things, like how they work together, how they work if you're on medication, and how long that you need to take them before they work, and how long that you may should or should not take them. For example, my iron has been low, and I have discovered that, you know, I can get it boosted up pretty quickly with a supplement. But my body does not release that and process that through properly. So that's not something I would want to be on for a long time. I'm going to want to get that from my foods. Okay. And that was another thing. I want y'all like take all this today. Take this and maybe like look up a little bit more. Google pause. Do Google um, like your brain chemistry after alcohol. But a lot of it is too is that our GABA, G-A-B-A, really gets affected. <clears throat> Um, and it can also cause like anxiety, chronic stress, um, and things like that. All that's related to the, um, I was writing, I was looking at my notes again, the neurotransmitters. Um, the GABA affects our sleep big time. I know there are GABA supplements, but they're also foods. Just keep in mind that whatever you can get from whole nutritious foods that are even um, vitamin focused, do that first. Especially right now, because we really want to allow our brains to heal. That's what we're doing. So we need to nourish our bodies and then let that kind of let it do its job. Okay. All right. So one more thing. I just remember one more thing I want to talk about. I want you to, when you are having these thoughts and these cravings, we're going to sit in it, right? We're going to do that. We're going to let it pass. We're not going to fight and create resistance. But I also want you to kind of track it. I know you have an awareness tracker. You have a daily check-in sheet. I don't care if this is on your phone, on your notes, or if you jot it down in, on a little notebook. But track over this next few weeks when they're coming. Like what time of day do they show up? Do they happen after an event? Like an argument with a spouse? Do they happen... You know, 
when something happens with your children. Are they in the morning or are they in the evening? Like kind of just track and track what's going on and just start listening. Next week is going to be a lot more about mindset and how to start really changing our thoughts. But right now, just track it. And side note, which I will post this, I've had an impromptu, um, not vacation. I'm taking my daughter to a scouting event Sunday out of town. But we will be traveling back Monday night. So my Monday night teaching for next week is actually going to be Tuesday. So I will post that and make sure everybody knows. But I'm just going to move it to a day because I'll be traveling with her. So, um, But that's what we're talking about next week. All about the thought downloads, the mindset. Y'all are going to start like really like learning how to shift it. So even like today, if you notice, someone posted in the group, and then I'm going to let y'all go. I know this is getting long-winded. I apologize. I just wanted to give you all this. Um, they posted, I would love a white claw right now, but I know if I had one, I would have one or two more, something like that. And what I want to challenge you to think about is, Shifting your language. If you haven't listened to the episode I have, it was one of my early episodes on the podcast about language, go listen to that. I didn't even cover all the language issues that we have. But when you say, I would love to have, then your brain is going to battle you when you choose not to. You're basically just standing up and you're creating a battle. You just drew your sword. Now you're battling because you said, oh, I would love it. Or, you know, I would just, I would love to go out to dinner and have like a glass of wine and sit on the patio because it's so beautiful. Then you're immediately, your brain goes into like, well, then why don't we? You've done it before and it begins to start to battle you. So what I would challenge you is, yes, that thought's going to come. And it's great that it came because now you know it's there. You just change it. And say, I think I wrote in there to her, I said, um, I said something in fact like, I used to drink White Claws and I drank too many, but I don't do that anymore. I just shift the whole conversation when it comes and said, just like, I'm going to just use like a, oh, I would love something sweet. You know, every now and then I just, mm, I love something sweet. I just change it and go, I think I would really enjoy an apple right now or I must be thirsty or something like that. We have to just shift. We have to shift the language as it's coming out because that's the kind of stuff we're going to go into next week because at the end of the day, if we cannot learn to hear our thoughts and learn to shape them and mold them, then we're going to be in trouble. That's the key to all this. This is the key to success and relationships and um, abundance and all the things that we're, you know, fulfillment and joy, all that is in our control, but we have to realize that we have it. So I actually want to get y'all to like, that's why I kind of want to get all the toxins out, get all the discomfort moving along so that when we get to these phases, you're like, Ooh, I'm ready. Time to dig in. Okay. All right. I'm gonna let y'all go. Please, um, comment, question, um, whatever you want to do under here, let me know. And then we will, um, I'll check in with y'all like I always do through the weekend. And then we'll see you on Tuesday for another live. But in, in between now and then, connect with partners or accountability if you have them. Or reach out to me or reach out in the group, whatever you need. We are here for you. So 
Have an amazing night. Thanks for being here. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.